Welcome to the Jesus Show. Not that one. No, this one. Hey, it's Dude, and today it's my show. So, how is everyone doing? I hope everyone caught that crazy, crazy MLS soccer game that happened yesterday. Like, I, oh my gosh, I, I couldn't believe DC United versus Galaxy, LA Galaxy. Oh my gosh, that was crazy. Echeverry with those crazy forward passes and goals, and you had Kobe Jones, Mariso Sanfuegos on the LA Galaxy just having at it. You had Omar Gonzalez, AJ De La Garza. Oh yeah. You had uh, Greg Fanny, Tony Miola on the other side of the goal just yelling, getting mad at everything happening because they're losing. And then you had Alexi Lawless. You had uh, Jorge Campos just having like 50 different goals and saving left and right. And, uh, but it was, it was crazy. It was insane, right? Crazy soccer game. So that's as far as soccer that I know. Uh, so if you're coming on here to know about the most updated and latest greatest stuff in soccer, Maybe not, not, not me to tell you because I have no idea. As you can see, I love Star Wars. I love Disneyland. The Vikings are my team. I love football. That's, that's what maybe this is going to be about. I'm just an idiot trying to figure out everything that I'm doing pretty much all the time. That's what it is. Even, even with the stuff that I love, I don't even really know what the heck I'm talking about. Maybe that's what you're going to get today. I don't know. But first of all, who the heck am I? I said I'm dude, but... Who the heck is dude? I am Jesus's. Does Jesus, Jesus, Jesus's? There's not more. Well, I guess there's more than one, but no, like I'm not like multiple brothers of Jesus. I'm I'm the brother to one Jesus. A lot of people call him Jesse. It's weird one to say that Jesse, Jesse. No, that that that's not his name. I always call him Tito, 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 uh, Jesusito, little Jesse. You know, that's what they call him in Spanish. So. Just Tito. And then up until like I was 15 did I notice what I was actually calling him. And I was calling him Tits. It was, hey, Tits, Tits, yo, Tits, Tits. Who, that's your brother, Tits? Yeah, that's my brother. And then I didn't notice like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm, call, I'm calling you Tits. Like I didn't, huh, crazy. That's insane. Uh, but my brother and I have been brothers, let's say for about 35 years. That's how long I've been, oh, damn, 35 years. When I have been? I guess life, right? Damn. 35 years. Wee! That's nuts. Well, that's when we started being brothers, when I was born. When I was born is when we started being brothers. Uh, and he was a cool dude, you know? Uh, there was things where he did that was like, dude, jerk, like, tell me I'm adopted at times. I was like, dude, what? For real? Hold up. You know, just things like that, the typical brother type stuff. Wrestling, kicked my butt all the time, even though sometimes I felt like, oh man, I'm gonna get up today. Uh, no. He'd still kick my butt. I remember one time we were at church. We, we grew up in La Churchy a lot. So one time we were in the gym of this church and he got me really mad when we were playing and I punched him in the face. And then I looked at him real fast and he looked at me at the same time right after I did it. And just the look of, I'm dead. 
and I thought I was dead. <laughs> and he just grabbed me and wailed on me. He knew not to go for this. He knew that. He uh, went for and I just. Uh, but I, but I messed up. Like that that was one thing. Like don't don't go for the face. You, you don't do that. But I just was so and uh, yeah, bad idea. So yeah, that's the whole brother stuff. There's all kinds of different brother things that happen. Uh, that was another story of the fire, the famous fire that happened with my brother. Uh, that was crazy. Uh, but then we kept living our lives and stuff happened and stuff happened. And then all of a sudden he says, hey man, I got this podcast going on. And I said, whoa, that's freaking crazy. That's awesome. I was on it one time. If you all remember, I was on it one time. Uh, and then he said, hey, I need you to do an episode for the podcast. So then I said, yeah, all right. Are you sure me? Like, first of all, the first time when he asked me if I wanted to be on the podcast, you know, of all the people he's had, I'm like, yeah, you want me? You sure? Well, all right, we'll see. He said, yeah, sure. I don't know what the heck I'll talk about. I don't even know if I could even keep all of you engaged in whatever the heck is happening right now. Have I kept you engaged? I hope so. We'll see. Uh, you let you let us know in the comments down below because this will be on YouTube. This will also be up for you to listen on the stuff right to listen on podcast stuff right yeah i think so so let, let's see if we can let's see if we can keep you engaged let's see if i can keep you engaged let's see if we can have some fun with this if not it's just gonna be a crazy dude just going <laughs> oh, oh. i don't know so he's my brother and i'm doing the show today let, let's let's just hang out let's talk getting into sports to start off with uh, like I said, Vikings, love the Vikings. I am one of the first ones to talk trash on my own team that I like uh, as a Vikings fan. I have grown up with lots of disappointment in the team and lots of times where it's like, God, no, why? Like, why did Brett Favre throw that, that ball when he didn't have to throw that ball into the end zone to get intercepted? We just went away from the Super Bowl. And then after the miracle, you know, Diggy with the catch, and they were just living too much on that minnesota miracle like yo guys calm, you haven't done nothing calm down you still gotta get to the super bowl you still gotta win the nfc championship game and they didn't even show up uh, and then they got oh my gosh and then they got cousins oh they got cousins oh man that 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 guy that whoop. Mm, i'm a, let me tell you that guy has a fantastic agent because to get onto a team with all that money and then and then and then extend the contract man that's that's a good agent for not doing nothing a lot of people always say oh but his his did have you seen his stats this and that first of all when do his stats come into play towards the end of the game when the game doesn't matter they're just trying to give you trash points trash yards and then one of the biggest number one stats is how many playoffs has he won how many playoffs has he been to so fantastic, you got great numbers during the season, and most of those numbers are towards the end of the games, but that doesn't get you nowhere, right? No, no, I'd rather take the growing pains with a rookie kid who's never played or not played much, because then at least that dude has an excuse to suck or to overthrow his receivers. So when I'm talking trash on the team, uh, and like it, it's my team. I know all the pain that has gone with the team, believe me. So when I comment on like, the Vikings social media anything and I say these things I get comments back from people telling me this and that blah, blah. I never comment on people's personal posts 
if they want to have uh, I love Kirk Cousin this and that type thing on their post they can do that they, heck yeah that's yours but if it's on the Vikings their social media page whatever I'm going to talk trash and not not all the time I like I've only done it like two three times it's just uh, man these Kirk Cousin levers it's like the, the Kirk Cousin police comes out with full force you know like chill chill and then uh another thing that i love i know that it's probably not so like present here kind of but it is disneyland i love disneyland anything to do with disneyland i love disneyland i love disney there's a lot of people that say i love disney um but like let's be more specific Lynn. let's be real i love and i know all like history of walt disney the, the dude right like i know the history of this and that and i've 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 dove deep into that. But the part where I'm mostly, mostly passionate about is Disneyland. I love all Disney parks and I know, boom, this and that from random, this and that from all the parks. But the number one thing that I have like just focused on everything, not even that like I have to focus, not, not that anyone's making me. It's just a passion of mine. I love Disneyland. Disneyland, the Disneyland proper per se. Because there's DCA, California Adventure, and then Disneyland, DL. But like everything combined, I love the Disneyland Park. All of it. Yeah, I know crazy things that maybe people don't need to know. Crazy things that doesn't really benefit you to know. But I still know. I love everything about it. One of the things that I loved a lot was the original California Adventure when it opened in 2001. I know a lot of people were given all kinds of stuff. Oh, it was like weird. And it was weird. Yeah, for sure. It was like weird things. That was a little like, hmm, interesting. But it was a Disney park. No matter how much us, well, I guess I did change it, right? Because a lot of people didn't really like it. But I mean, at the time, I was like, there's not much that I could do to change anything. So I might as well just love it, which that's exactly what I did. I loved everything about it. From that Eureka parade. Remember that one? The Malibuomer was awesome. I don't know why they took out the Malibuomer. I loved the Malibuomer. It was so cool. Even Superstar Limo. Superstar Limo was weird uh, it's just weird well the tortilla making factory the bread they still got the bread factory sourdough they just had some odd shows Whoopi goldberg show um there was no water show it was just a random lake in the middle of there but i loved it i loved the, all of it i loved things from disneyland way back when uh they used to have mcdonald's fries at, at disneyland they don't have that no more ah oh, bummer i loved that they used to have funnel cake only one little window they used to sell funnel cake and it was in New Orleans Square in the very back and the cool thing to do was to get your funnel cake and then walk around and eat it and people were like well they, everyone would look at you like what the heck did they get that funnel cake because no one knew but now they have funnel cake I guess in different places there, there has been cer certain things where I felt that Disneyland has missed what they used to do first of all Disneyland can't make a ride like Mr. Toad, Pinocchio, Snow White, Peter Pan anymore they have no clue how to make a classic dark ride. They only know how to make quadruple size warehouse rides. That's the only thing they know how to make now because uh, rise, which, oh my gosh, rise. Oh my gosh. Rise of Resistance is awesome. First time went on it on our Disneyland adventure on our YouTube channel. Uh, but rise, huge building. You got Mickey's Runaway Railway, new coming, huge, crazy warehouse, huge building. That's just massive. Uh, but even as far back with Indy, which I felt Indiana Jones was one of the first ones to put you in that like super theming mode. I feel like that's the very first ride that ever did that. 
from the temple, the whole line area, the ride, even getting off. That was, that's another giant warehouse. So I, man, when was the last time that any Disney park had like a classic old school, like a classic dark ride? It's been a long time, right? They don't know how to do that no more, I feel like. But that's something that would really be appreciated if they brought back, somehow found a way to fit a classic dark ride. Maybe where the boats were, maybe where the old gummy bear boats. If you if you know classic Disneyland, then you know what I'm talking about. The boats in the very back, right in the middle of Atopia and Small World. If they were to put something there, which they could do, they can do it. There's buildings as small as Alice in Wonderland and uh, Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. Just two-story building at most. It doesn't even have to be two stories. It could be even smaller than that. But a classic ride can fit there if they do everything right with the theming. It can work. They just don't know how to do it. They've gone into things such as putting Flix flyers into Pixar Pier. Is it still Pixar Pier? I think it still is Pixar Pier. Um, and they just painted it and put it as a new ride. And it's not a new ride, it's the same ride. Flix flyers. The number one thing that they've done a lot is move into screens. A lot of screens in all these attraction rides, which, oh my gosh, like stop with the screens. One thing that set Disney parks aside was their animatronics, using animatronics. Uh, so then when they just moved that Flix Flyers to over there to do that, it, it's like, that. that's the one time you could use screens. This is the one time you can enclose a ride. When you get into the building, it's like you're going into the little girl's brain, right? And then, not maybe so gross, but you're going into like her feelings type thing. And then there's lights just everywhere happening before the ride starts. The ride begins. And then you feel anger, you feel disgust. The whole room turns blue, it turns red, it turns green. All, all the colors, you go through those motions as it's going. And then at the very end, you're everything. You're, everyone knows how to live together and all that. You have all memories projected on the walls and type thing. Like that's a perfect ride to put screens, put projection mapping. And they didn't do that. They just repainted the ride, put a plastic shell on the side with the wall of uh, emotion balls and said, cool new ride and no that's not a new ride it's the same ride even the spider-man ride the spider-man ride all it is is, you know just yeah, yeah, yeah. again i've said many times i'm i'll have a fantastic fun i'll be like yeah, yeah woo, 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 woo. i'm doing woo. i'm gonna have fun i'm gonna have crazy fun on it but if you think about it it's just all screens toy story mania at least toy story mania even had like an animatronic and this spider-man ride has no animatronic at all none of that it's just screens. And it's pretty much the Ninja Go ride from Legoland that they brought to California Adventure. You know, all, all they, they could have gave me the same exact ride. The same exact ride. I haven't been on the ride yet. They could have gave me this, the same exact ride, the whole exact layout. All they had to do is throw in an animatronic Spider-Man here. Maybe an animatronic Spider-Man over there. Maybe just even an animatronic Spider-Man for the dude in the line area, the pre-show. Like, that would have been cool. But they did none of that. They put maybe a spider with its legs that move. That's about it. Like, come on. What the heck's wrong with you guys? And then also with Avengers Campus, uh, is it just me? I've only seen videos of it, okay? But it seems like just the music is so blaring. Just it feels like you're constantly like <sighs> getting worked up the whole time you're there. Like, dude, chill with the music. I, I thought it was supposed to be Avengers in training, right? Like we're a campus. We're training to be Avengers type thing but there's just the music is blaring the emotions are constantly like worked up like 
chill, man. That that that's that's my thoughts on the land. My favorite land, though, by far, is Galaxy's Edge, Star Wars. You might say, well, he's of course he says that because he loves Star Wars. Don't say that, okay? It is the best land, best land of all, of all. Not only that, Rides of the Resistance is crazy amazing. The, the ride doesn't just begin when you step in line, okay? The ride begins stepping into the land. Galaxy's Edge has a feel of just far off somewhere in the galaxy. You are hiding either from the Resistance, you're hiding uh, from the First Order, whichever side you want to be on. It's up to you. I love the dark side the most. But the feel of just, you know, hiding, being sketchy type thing, you're going through... Uh, uh, a market you got characters who are being shifty with each other they're hiding from one another uh, they're asking questions hey have you seen the falcon hey have you seen kylo ren have you seen where there's stormtroopers there's a lot that goes at play even before getting on the ride just the land itself the sounds you're hearing ships going over you're hearing uh sometimes something over a loudspeaker uh, whether it be a cargo bay whether it be uh some stormtroopers talking to guests Kylo Ren could be talking to guests, asking, where's this net? Everything goes together. The whole thing is just a crazy experience from beginning, walking into the land to walking out of the land. The whole ride is, is insane. There's so many parts to it that you don't even see because it just goes in well together. There's In a lot of rides, there's uh, points where they only want you to see this. They only theme that direction. And on this ride, everything is themed. Every single place you look, you're just seeing Star Wars. It, it's insane. The The ride is crazy. The land is insane. So that, I mean, I love how they did Galaxy's Edge. There's certain things where I think that they can do better. But, you know, that, that's just as a regular Disneyland fan. We always think that they can do better. But then when it comes down to it, like, can we actually do it? You you, you guys take control. You you know what you're doing. Because uh, I, I don't know what I'm doing at all. So there's Disneyland. But also, of course, I love Star Wars. A lot of people have given all kinds of stuff for the prequels of Star Wars, the sequels of Star Wars, and they only love the original. Uh, my thought on that whole entire thing, which a lot of people might be like, all right, this is where I'm going to turn it off. I'm done with you. Uh, but no, hold on, hold on. As much as you might not like uh, episodes one through three, as much as you might not like seven through nine, they're still out there whether you like it or not. They still made the movies. They still made the Ewok movies, Caravan of Courage, part one and two. They still made the holiday special. That's a very weird, crazy movie show. I don't know what the heck it is. Watch the Star Wars holiday special. It's very odd. Uh, but as much as maybe people don't like it, whatever it is, they still made it. It's still out there. We might as well just enjoy it. And I love all Star Wars. I love Star Wars from the very first one to the very last one and all the things in between. Mando, oh my gosh, Mando was crazy. I think the reason why Mando was received so well was just because it gave me back that old school feel of what Star Wars was. Um, but the thing is with these new ones and at the old new ones was at that time, you just got to try to appeal to, to the greater group of people that are going to grow up with it and continue liking it. I'm one of those. They got me, so... Uh, but you always have to appeal to the crowd, to the populace, I guess, right? And as much as these guys that are 40, 50 years old that love Star Wars and they want it like this, it, you're you're going to not be there forever and that Star Wars is not going to be received that well, you know? So you have to make something in those times. They made something as best they can for that time, right? 
I know uh, it didn't feel the same, this and that. But then also you got different directors at play that. Uh, of course you're going to get different stories, different feels of movies when these guys don't make movies no more. Or they moved on to something else. So you have to get someone else to do this or that. Uh, but pretty much the fact is they made the movies. They're out there. You don't like them. Well, they're there. <laughs> Too bad. They're there. My favorite character is Darth Vader. I love Darth Vader. My favorite one. I wanted to get Darth Vader's lightsaber when we went to Galaxy's Edge this past time. I was not able to because they were sold out. Both in the trading post and in Galaxy's Edge, they were sold out of Darth Vader's lightsaber. Starting off going to Disneyland, I knew there's a possibility they won't have Darth Vader because, you know, it's Darth Vader. Not only that, we went to Downtown Disney the day before Disneyland and found out they were sold out of his lightsaber there in the trading post. So then I already I set myself up like, don't be disappointed because probably not going to be here at all. Uh, and that's exactly what happened. That's why I got Kylo Ren's lightsaber. Um, this thing is cool. It's crazy heavy. Uh, it does give you two of these little cross guard dillies on the bottom of this. You just have to lift that up and it is there. Always take out the little sleeve things in your lightsabers. A lot of people forget to do that. Yeah. And then check it out. Oh yeah. Can you hear it? I hope so. There's a crackling sound. So Sith lightsabers have like the uh might be purr, but his it has a purr, but Kylo Ren has more of a crackling. Also does a little light thing like that. And, uh, if you want to get that effect, a lot of people like hit the blade. You don't hit the blade. It's not in the blade, the sensor. It's in, hey, it's in the hilt itself. Uh, do not duel with these at all. I mean, first of all, you can do whatever the heck you want to do with your lightsaber, number one. But if you want to duel, actually, like, bah, hit that, these blades are not good for that. Not good at all. These are more display blades. Mm -hmm. All right, another thing is when you get a Galaxy's Edge lightsaber, maybe any lightsaber, get a sleeve for it, please. First of all, you're spending $230 for a lightsaber. Uh, that's a lot of money, number one. In any way, that's a lot of money. Uh, this is only worth it if you love Star Wars. If you want to build your own at Savi's Workshop, it's $250. It comes with the sleeve thing, so you don't have to worry about that. If you buy one of these, which is Legacy, uh, buy the sleeve case thing, whatever the heck it's called. When you get home and you have a perfect working lightsaber blade, you're going to say, yes, awesome. When we got home from uh, our Disneyland adventure, my whole blade was all scuffed up because I thought I stored it correctly. And apparently I did not store it correctly at all because I brought it out and it was all scuffed up. I was able to take it off with rubbing alcohol uh, and I worked at it for a bit to try to take it off. Uh, and not only that, these blades do all colors, as you saw in Kylo Ren's, it turns red. Uh, when I put it into Luke's lightsaber, it turns green. These blades do all the colors, but when you have them in a legacy lightsaber, they're not supposed to change color. If you build a lightsaber from Savi's, the only way to change the color is if you change the kyber crystal inside. Legacy lightsabers do not have kyber crystals because you, you can't change the color. You got it for this character. You buy these lightsabers because you love Kylo Ren. You love Luke Skywalker. You love Darth Vader. Uh, so my blade started turning all colors purple blue Yellow green red and then turning off on changing all colors. It's not supposed to do that uh, So that's why get get the if you don't build the lightsaber get the case for it because 
when it works as it should work, you're going to say, yes, yes, cool. Don't thank me. Just thank yourself that you got it. I'll show you right here. This is what Luke's sounds like. Cool, right? I mean, even the button is cool. This is not as heavy as Kylo Ren. This is lighter, but it feels it feels so good in the hand when you're like doing tricks with it and stuff. It's crazy. But yes, these are worth it. If you love Star Wars, these are worth it because they are the characters. Lightsaber, they're worth it if you love the character. If you don't care about any of the characters at all, but you want a lightsaber, then you can build the lightsaber at Sabi's Workshop. That way you could change the color of the saber if you want. You could buy, I believe you're able to buy different uh, parts of the hilt itself. There's uh, the inside part, and then you could take off the like sleeves and you could intermingle different power and control, power and justice, whatever elemental pieces together. And you could have all different kind of variety of lightsaber. But if you like the character itself, then you get these. We love the Sith. That's why when I went to Galaxy's Edge and they didn't have Darth Vader's, I was fine with it because I just want all Sith lightsabers. Darth Vader, my number one, but I was okay because I want all Sith lightsabers. Luke Skywalker, we love Luke Skywalker. We want Anakin as well because that's Darth Vader's before Darth Vader. So we, we love these, uh, even Darth Maul, because they're, they're the characters we love. Second is when I would get like a lightsaber I built but first I want to get the characters I know these are not like dueling lightsabers if you want to straight up hit and like let's kill each other almost for real type thing with these these are not that kind there are different lightsabers there are different blades that you can buy that to do not not kill each other right but you know more dual type thing there are blades special blades for that and hilts that do a better job KR Sabers is crazy on Instagram. They're on Instagram. You should check them out. KR Sabers does some crazy lightsaber work. It's insane. All right, and with all that being said, what else do I like other than just this, right? What I've said. I've been YouTubing for a year and some a little bit. We started in May of 2020. Crazy year, I know. The beginning of our YouTube channel, it was very hiking heavy. Lots of hikes. The reason for that was because that was pretty much the only thing that was open. Uh, still kind of there's certain things that are closed, but mostly everything is open. But that's why in the beginning it was only hiking or mostly just hiking because we were able to just go out to the mountains and just wander around type thing. We don't just do that. We, we, we try to, to dip our toes into anything that we can. Mountains, beach, uh, food. I don't do fantastic food review type thing. I do a Dude's Pizza Review, I got that from Barcelona Pizza Review, I'm sure some of you have seen that or heard of that. I randomly started doing that, just recording myself reviewing whatever pizza. And I did a Little Caesars one, and one thing I said was, it might kill my pizza credibility, because I love Little Caesars, but I don't have any pizza credibility in the first place, so, you know, it's all good. Uh, but I was started doing that, you know, we try to get into this and that, but the food is not too much, you know, because uh, I'm a simple dude. And that's just with anything. If something's good, I'll say, that's good, try that, it's delicious. If something's fun, if something's worth doing, I'll say, it's worth doing, do it. I guess I did dive a little deeper into like, you know, should you get a lightsaber or not? But I'm pretty much just a dude that when we go somewhere, I say, that's cool, that's crazy, that's awesome. I overuse those words a lot. Another word I overuse a lot is appreciate. Uh, because every single time, I appreciate you all 
uh, if you've gotten this far, I appreciate you all. If you've listened just for a couple seconds, if you made it all the way to the end, I appreciate all of our viewers. On behalf of my brother and myself, we appreciate all of you, all the viewers, all subscribers that we have because you chose to, whether if it was, I always say this on my channel, whether if it was for one second or all the seconds, you chose to listen, continue listening, uh, and we really appreciate that. And I overuse the word appreciate so much, but I don't know how else to convey how awesome all of you are. Even all of you, you're all, you're all so freaking awesome. So I'm, I'm just a simple dude bringing you along, hanging out. Like that. that's what the whole channel is about. I started thinking when I first started doing this, is it really worth it? Is it worth sharing? Do I do enough stuff or adventure enough that anyone's probably even gonna follow along or even care? Uh, but even if there's not, we have fun doing what we do. And I have fun recording it, sharing it. There, there's a lot of YouTubers out there that do a fantastic job at highlighting theme parks, food, restaurants, hotels, uh, towns, cities, town or city attractions. There's pros out there in YouTube. Some people might be like, pros in YouTube? Oh yeah, there's pros in YouTube that do an awesome job at just showing you what there is to do what or what that place is about, history secrets anything like that there's enough people out there that do that it's just the perspective of just a regular old idiot i guess um i'm not savvy with all kinds of stuff i'm the most basic of basic and i just try to bring it along as if we're just hanging out type thing we do some cool things but i guess i'm not so simple on certain things i fly a dj at mavic air 2 i have a rec license recreational license i don't make money off my youtube videos nothing like that at all or on social media. I just love doing what I do because uh, it's it's fun to share with you all, you know? I don't know, we, we have fun doing it. Um, another thing too, I was noticing a lot of these YouTubers, a lot of them were getting invited out by this place or this company is inviting them or even, even going on cruises. And I'm like, dude, how the, like, if these people are going on cruises left and right and these companies are saying, hey, you know, like you, well, why not us? Right? We do some pretty cool things. We are some pretty cool people. I think so. Maybe some people think I'm just some stupid idiot, dude. But, I mean, I don't know. We uh, we do some pretty cool things. So, I thought, why not why not us be the ones that get some free crews? I don't know. You know what would help us get those free crews and other whatnot? Is by subscribing to our YouTube channel. I know. Very cheap advertising in my brother's podcast thing. But... Come on. We are trying to reach a goal of 250 subscribers. And when we reach that goal, we're going to do a hiking back giveaway. Right now we have 69 subscribers. First of all, I'm just like, I can't believe that we have 69 subscribers. Can't believe that even one decided to subscribe. That is crazy. I, that, I can't believe it. But we are trying to get to 250 subscribers to start the hiking back giveaway. And you know, if you want to subscribe to our channel, again, sorry to my brother, I'm using this as cheap advertising. But... You could subscribe and help us reach that goal of 250 subscribers. If you don't want a hiking bag, uh, still subscribe though. You can help us reach that goal and then maybe someone else will win that hiking bag and then they'll go out and adventure. Or maybe if you win, you'll go out and adventure and be like, all right, I'm gonna do it because this random dude got me a bag, so I'll do it. And then if we're out there and we see each other, I'm gonna be more excited that I see you. I'm gonna be like, oh my God, did you, you, it's you. I can't believe it. You are adventuring. It's so cool. But it's been fun. It's been fun YouTubing. There's a lot of times where I've tried to be conscious of not always putting the camera in people's faces. 
I'm okay with always having a camera on me or me doing something with a camera. So I'm okay with that. Uh, I've never wanted anyone to feel like in my crew, I've never wanted them to feel forced to, hey, the camera's on. Like, hey, do something. Ooh, 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 you know, or say something. Do something cool. Do something funny. I've, I've never wanted that. So anytime uh, my crew is on camera or doing anything, it is definitely, I feel weird by saying that now, right? It's, it's by choice. It's not because I'm forced to know. <laughs> but it is. Like, I'm not someone, I don't feel like just because the camera's on, you have to do something. Anything like that. I always just try to be a chill about it as much as possible. Because I know some people don't always want to be on camera. Not just with the crew, but that's just wherever I'm at as well. If I get certain shots of like a restaurant or I'm in somewhere, I try to always make sure, hey, is it cool I'm recording in here? Or if I get a worker, we had a worker at a garden, Japanese garden in Fresno. I recorded her and what she was saying and stuff. Before I did that, you know, I let her know, hey, is it cool I record? She was cool with it. So I'm not, I'm not one of those jerk YouTubers not even one of those jerk drum flyers that always feels like my shot triumphs over everything else or everyone else's shot or experience. I try to be as cautious and courteous as I can with everything, not trying to be loud to a certain point because there's certain times where like we're at a park or something, we're at Disneyland. I don't have to be like quiet or like hey, easy type thing because we're, we're having fun. If you want to have fun with being quiet and that sort of thing, relaxing, like that's cool but everyone doesn't want to have fun in that way or have the experience you're having. Because you love that experience, the relaxation or cool or loudness as well, doesn't mean everyone wants to be loud or they want to be chill about it. We just got to find that balance to like, cool, you do your thing, but like also be courteous that then like be chill because then I want to do my thing. And that's what I try to do as much as I can. YouTubing has came with some challenges, but only challenges that, or stress that I put on myself. So sometimes I feel like I have to hurry up and put a video out. Like these past adventures, I've tried to put out a, uh, the next part of our adventure kind of consecutively, daily, but by no one's pressure but my own is why I felt like, oh, I gotta hurry up and get this done. In every single adventure that I've gone on, there's never been one time that I felt satisfied with the shots that I got. I always feel like I didn't get the right shots, I didn't get enough, or I didn't say enough, or I didn't catch this moment correctly or the right way. Uh, going to Disneyland, there was a lot that I felt like I didn't get or how I wanted to. Our ride POVs are not the best at all. One thing that just, I just really always wanted was uh, a ride Disneyland ride POVs on our own channel. Like that's, I've been seeing our own POVs and I'm just like, that's crazy. That's our, our POV Disneyland ride on YouTube. It's crazy. It's not the best, I know. Or sometimes I'm, you hear me being dumb, something, whatever, saying anything. Um, but again, I just really wanted our, our POVs. I know watching back, I'm like, man, I could have done better. But it's tough to, especially on Rise, you only have one chance to get on it. So I was more into me taking it in and also recording as much as I can. But me appreciating everything because it was my first time being on the ride. Um, and then just also other rides. I can't tell them like, hey, can we reverse a little bit so I can get that shot again? Because then I would have to get in line and the rest of the crew don't want to be waiting in line or get on the same ride 10 times. So that's why it's a quick grab, get, keep going um, in there, especially because we don't go to Disneyland a lot like daily that type thing. We go every year, but of course not the year before. It was all closed. But we go yearly. But this was the first time that 
I'm recording for the channel because it's only been a year that we've had a YouTube channel. But that's one problem I always feel like I have. I never capture the right shot. I never get enough footage. I never get the right drone shot. I always feel like I'm always shaky. But in reality, all I really need is like five seconds of smooth smoothness with my drone and I can work with that. Add in this, that, that. I think that's pretty much the one of the main things that has been the challenge is just always trying to get enough shots. And I never feel like I, like I got the right one. I'm always like, dang, I could have done that better. Or sometimes coming back and editing, I'm like, ah, oh, now thinking of that, I could have done this and that. And then there's also the editing problems that you get into where sometimes it says no space or you know you have space and it's saying no you don't or you get a new terabyte of hard drive and it's saying it's not compatible or you just have to change the compatibility with it and sometimes you gotta make sure your res is good or this or sometimes sometimes the whole entire video just just vanishes and you're like oh my gosh it's gone that's happened a few times before it's happened a few times where I've had to edit a video like three times uh, and then on the f or four times on the fourth one I kind of already know like boom 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 but just the frustration of like where it's gonna say or sometimes when you finish one and it says no memory so then you try to cut out as much as possible without cutting out um, as much as possible to still get the whole thing and it still says low space and you just uh, th those frustration moments oh my gosh are crazy or you thought you recorded something you push record and it's not there you're like i wasn't even recording that whole time that's what happened earlier right here i was recording parts of something with a lightsaber and then apparently i wasn't recording i was talking for 20 minutes to, to nothing <laughs> oh my gosh um, but those things happen those you just learn through them I guess right but that's just with life as well we just get through it I guess as of as of right now that's the most I've encountered with YouTubing uh, everywhere I've gone every all the people that I've, I've encountered have been awesome people whether it be cast members at Disneyland whether it be workers and rangers or just people of uh, me interacting with random people with random people uh, everyone's been cool I haven't encountered any craziness of people i don't have any crazy shots of some craziness happening there's a lot of bloopers if you want you could check out our adventures and there's a lot of me being stupid and idiot and not knowing what the heck or yes no wait am i is, is that no i i don't know and you know not knowing where i'm at there's a lot of that but not, nothing crazy it's been an awesome year of youtubing it's been crazy insane uh if you watch our disneyland adventures i got crazy emotional walking into disneyland and then going back into star wars galaxy's edge and getting on rise so before going on that on that trip it was just going to be our youngest son and myself going to disneyland just us two and then when we got to disneyland i found out a couple hours before that my wife and the rest of our kids were joining in they were going to surprise us and we were all going to be at Disneyland. So walking into Disneyland, first of all, I was going to be emotional because we haven't been back in so long, but it hit me that I'm going back into Disneyland, not just with one of our kids and myself, but it's the whole crew, my whole crew. Hours before going into Disneyland, I knew uh, that my wife was going to surprise us 
I found out because Starbucks said if I want a tip at 4 a.m. I was like, what the heck? So I called her to make sure, hey, no one got our your sign-in thing, right? And it was no, she was on her way to surprise to Disneyland. So I knew two hours before, but I got so emotional getting into the park because just the realization that it wasn't just gonna be our youngest son and myself, my whole entire crew was gonna be there for the first time back in Disneyland again. And then it hit me that we're all gonna get on Rise of Resistance, something that we've never done before. We're experiencing a new Disneyland experience all together. It wasn't just gonna be two of us, it was gonna be all of us for the first time. So it was opening of Disneyland, we're back. The ride, it was just a lot that was going through my mind that I just, it was crazy emotional. Even getting on the ride, the whole ride, I was just, I couldn't believe that I'm on the ride and I couldn't believe that I'm looking over and it's not just me, I'm looking over at my crew and we're all in it together. We're all experiencing this together. In August Cantina, just the same. I just, I can't believe it. It was a trip that happened after after the year of YouTubing. The year happened like, I guess, the year of YouTubing was like two months before, but this was an awesome way to cap off a year of YouTubing. It was the most awesome experience. It was the most awesome time. Huge thanks I wanna to give to uh, Candace and Tim because they're the ones that first gave us the tickets to go to Disneyland, Jason and myself, but then also did an awesome, another gift by watching the dogs and letting the rest of the crew surprise us it just it was it was a lot it it was so much happening we met chris provost uh there at disneyland if you don't know who he is he's a youtuber we met chris provost towards the end of the day and that just added like another the, the day just kept getting better and better and i was just like this oh my gosh all this is a lot for this it was it was so cool but youtubing has been fun uh adventuring and crewing with my crew has been fun it's cool to have the youtube channel and all that but what's more crazy awesome is that we can look back at these videos that we've done and relive those moments i know a lot of people sometimes they have uh, videos and pictures of moments um, but to have them in like an edited form of what the day was like, what you guys did, is uh, is something different. So it's very awesome that if nothing, if nothing at all comes from this YouTube channel and this YouTubeness, if nothing comes from it, at least what did come from it is all the memories, all the all the videos that we can go back and watch, and just be like, I can't believe we did that. There's uh, there's videos of us going to high domes in Yosemite, in Sequoia, um, and I. We could look back at those and say, dude, we were we were up there. We did that. Uh, other places that we've seen and done that we can look back and say, I can't believe we've done that. And to look back at just the past year, and we have so many videos. I think we have over 100 videos of doing stuff like that we can look back and say, dude, we've done all this in one year. And this is one year that we have documented. You haven't seen the years before that, that we've done all kinds of sort of stuff as well. Uh, so so that's why we thought, why not start this YouTube channel? We do some pretty crazy stuff, really awesome stuff, like let, let's do it, and that's what we did. It was very intimidating when my wife got me the stuff to start doing it, right? When she said yes. So it wasn't just me saying, hey, I wanna do it. It was, it was kinda like, you know, I kept talking like, yeah, I wanna do it. Uh, but then it was kind of like my wife said, all right, you know, 
you're talking all this stuff like let's do it then let's start it when i actually started doing it it got a little intimidating when i was first going to start when i got the drone uh, and equipment to start recording getting this and that i kind of thought even just before recording i just kind of felt like oh my gosh like i'm gonna do this this is crazy and then when the whole recording process was done now it's sit down in front of the computer and edit then even more I, I i remember just sitting there for a bit like i don't know what the heck i'm doing at all i have no clue very intimidating and then also just to put your work out there to have people criticize your work or to say it's cool it's not like it's a little intimidating you know to to think of that like all right i'm kind of putting myself out there i hope i hope it's cool you know so that whole thing was intimidating but you just you just gotta start it that's what I kind of went in with it. Intimidating as it might be, you just gotta do it. I used to upload, record, edit everything on iPhone 7 Plus. Uh, that didn't work out so good. I did that for about like two months, I think, and then I lost a bunch of memory from doing that. So then I went to my phone. That I'm recording all this on my phone. Everything that I record, anyways, is on my phone. I went from that, but then also using a, a gimbal, GoPro, I had the DJI Mavic Air, but I kept editing on the phone. And then I went into editing on this, which the going from phone to computer again was another intimidating thing. Like, all right, I was cool with having it here, but now moving it there, it was, it's, it's a lot of stuff, but it was all, it wasn't no pressure uh, done, but myself, I was putting the pressure all of myself to try to get good shots, to try to make good videos, to try to come up with different places and adventures to go to. It was all by my own pressure. I've loved every single moment I've had. It's been fantastic. It, it's, it, I wouldn't do anything different. I hope that we can continue with this YouTube and growing and growing and growing, go get to 250 subscribers and beyond that. We hope we go and go and grow and grow. Well, this was whatever this was, I don't know what it was, but it was this. I hope you enjoyed it. I want to give big thanks to my brother for having the trust in me to, to again, do whatever this is that I'm doing. He's doing a podcast, doing a great job at it, but I'm, I'm just, uh, I don't know, <laughs> just doing this stuff. I'm, 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 I'm seven in for right now, and I hope everyone enjoyed it. I had fun. I think I had fun. I had fun doing it so with that being said i will leave you off the same as i do on my youtube channel if you enjoy what we're doing not just what i'm doing on my channel but if you enjoy what my brother's doing on this podcast be sure to press that like button if you're new to his channel please subscribe i would appreciate that he would definitely appreciate it if you subscribe pushing that like button helps a lot because then it helps us uh, reach other people it, we pop up more on feeds and stuff like that so it, it just just push the little like button if you don't like the video push the like button that one counts as a not like on this one so the like button is is everything so like like the video and then also comment down below even if you just want to put comment or i'm here for the comment if you just want to put three periods boom 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 whatever you want to put comment down below let him know what you like what you don't like let him know uh what maybe you want to see type type thing i want to see my brother do like a adventure type video podcast go out on a hike or something and maybe record something but that's because that's what i like to do so that's why i want to see him do it and then not only that where he lives like there's some pretty crazy canyon area spots that would be awesome to see that but also 
subscribe to our channel, we'd appreciate that a lot, a crazy lot, and it'd help us reach to those 250 subscribers. We do some crazy adventures, uh, maybe not like out of this world crazy adventures, but I mean, they're pretty fun and cool, and it's the perspective of an idiot, me. If you got to this far listening to this podcast, this video cast, whatever it is, uh, you kind of know, I guess, how what kind of dude maybe I might be and do these type of adventures. Uh, but check it out. Before anything, I'm sitting here like saying, hey, subscribe. Uh, let us convince you. Go to our YouTube channel and then check out uh, our adventures. And if you're like, all right, all right, I'm down. I'm down for that. Or even if you don't, you can keep us as like a phantom subscription and we'll just be, you know, somewhere at the bottom. You know, randomly you could watch our adventures. Like, that's cool. I'm not going to say no to that either. Like, we appreciate that too. But on behalf of my brother and myself, the views are always appreciated. Always, always appreciated. Because we always say, you never had to join us for one second or all the seconds. And you chose to. And we thank you. You're all awesome. And I'll close it out how I do. Thanks for crewing. Thanks for adventuring. On to the next. Am I going to do it again or not? I don't know. My show. No. Hey, it's Dude. Oh my gosh, I, I couldn't believe DC United vs. Galaxy. Echeverry with those crazy forward passes and Kobe Jones just haven't added AJ De La Garza. Maybe not not me to tell you because I have no idea. Tito! Tito! Uh, she's snoring over there, the dog. Hey, you're snoring. For real? Hold up. I'm gonna get up today. Uh, no, he'd still kick my butt. He got me really mad and I punched him in the face and he looked at me at the same time right after I did it. I'm dead. And I thought I was dead. <laughs> you want me? <laughs> oh, oh. I don't know. I'm number. I'm the. What, what am I saying? How many playoffs? Playoffs? When it first opened in 2011. 2011, what the heck? Everyone knows how to live together and all that. Because I'll be like, yeah, yeah, woo, woo, woo. they're hiding from one another. Hey, you want to stop with the kicking? Everything in there is just playing together. Hey, you're kicking your feet. Wake up there. You're dreaming. She's dreaming. She's. Her nails are hitting on the ground. My whole. My blade was off. So that's her running over here. In the beginning of, oh, then the, the thing has to go up too over there, huh? I do do a little, I do do, I do do, do, I do do. That's good, try that. It's worth doing. You just gotta start it. Or you thought you recorded something, you push record and it's not there. Apparently it wasn't recording. I was talking for 20 minutes to, to nothing. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's gone.